found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here we are, a TGIF. It's a Friday edition of Tidbits. And it is the final day of the month of March. So I guess with the rain, possible thunderstorms, we'll say that March will be going out kind of like a lion. Indeed. So... That's uh, where we are. We've already picked up quite a bit of rain, Matt, but we've got more on the way. Of course we do. And, of course, wailing winds. Got to have the wailing winds. Got to have the wailing winds. And, in fact, uh, we've got a, what is it, a wind advisory in effect for tomorrow. Nice. 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday. When we'll see wailing winds gust to 45 then. So hang on to your cap. Yes, indeed. This, um... As we start tidbits on a Friday, Mm. only about half of U.S. workers say they're extremely or very satisfied with their job. Mm. Part of the stress might stem from not taking enough paid time, or PTO. Just 48% of employees say they'll use all of their PTO. One workplace expert says it's because some are conditioned to believe if you aren't at work, you're lazy <laughs> or at risk of being replaced. <laughs> Here it's trying to find enough bodies to fill in. Quite frankly, you know, it's there's a line outside ready to take your place anytime. <laughs> Hot sample. <laughs> and you're lazy. Most workers say I feel like I had a boss tell me that one time. You're lazy? No, there's a whole oh. line of people ready to to come in and do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. (laughs) And they are, but uh, good luck training them. (laughs) Most workers say they're extremely or very satisfied with their relationship with their co-workers, like you and I. We'd uh, rank right up there. 67% are happy, very satisfied. (laughs) Sure. And with their manager or supervisor, 62%. Of course, we love Alan. Mm Mm-hmm. About 7 in 10 or more say they're treated with respect. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd say that, 78%. And can be themselves at work. Of course I can. 72% feel that way. And majority... I I wonder if you are, you know, if you consider yourself quiet quitting. I wonder what these numbers look like if you're a quiet quitter. Like someone I know. (laughs) and they feel their contributions at work are valued a great deal Mm. or a fair amount 62 percent say that so there you go happy happy here at work you know we haven't talked about hoverboards much but they're still out there yes about fifty-three thousand of them are being recalled due to fire risk the voluntary recall impacts certain Jetson Rogue <laughs> self-balancing scooters, mm. also known as hoverboards, which were sold at Target and on the company's website. A 10-year-old girl and her 15-year-old sister died Yikes. from an April 2022 fire in Hellertown, Pennsylvania. Local officials determined that a 42-volt Jetson Rogue was the point of origin of that fire. Wow. Lithium-ion batteries are uh, to blame in the packs. 
overheat and uh, can pose a fire hazard. So the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission advised consumers to immediately stop using and stop charging the recalled 42-volt version of the self-balancing scooters and contact Jetson for a full refund. Jetson, you're... (laughs) In a statement, Jetson said the luxury, the voluntary recall was out of an abundance of caution. So, have you ever rode one of those? Uh, no, because I would absolutely kill myself. <laughs> have you ever tried one of the scooters here in the no. city? No. Because they're not out and about yet. When will they be distributed? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Or have they quietly quit? <laughs> I, I don't know because not, they're not out during the winter. And I don't know when they'll put them back out. Yeah, I don't know. If someone knows the timeline for the scooters, let us okay. know. All right. Because, you know, last year you'd see them all over the place. Yeah. Looked like they were being used. Right. Well, let's see. People are complaining more about air travel. Complaints about air travel have nearly quadrupled compared with pre-pandemic levels. Travelers lodged 60,732 complaints from January of 2022 through November. According to this report, the complaints target U.S. and foreign airlines, third-party booking sites, travel agents, and others. They exceeded the 15,342 filed by travelers in 2019. So there's just over 15,000 complaints. Yeah. In 2019. Yeah. And now there's 60,000? <laughs> what happened? Is it that bad to fly? Well, it says that airlines offered unrealistic flight schedules in 2022 that were often unable to be met, forcing airlines to cancel or delay thousands of flights. Difficulties getting refunds were the top complaints in 2022. Flight problems, including delays and cancellations, were second. Lost, damaged, or pilfered luggage. Pilfered. <laughs> was the third most common complaint. <laughs> uh, they've been rooting around with stuff. <laughs> U.S. airlines are operating at 10% fewer flights this spring compared with 2019. Regulators have also started pressing the airlines for changes. They... <laughs> Department of Transportation has proposed new regulations that would make it easier for flyers to get refunds, including requiring airlines to refund travelers if a flight's departure or arrival time shifts by three hours or more Hmm. for a domestic flight. I haven't flown since uh, two years ago. I guess it's been two. We flew. Right at the tail end of the pandemic. When you still had to wear a mask and uh, the whole deal. Yeah. Last time I traveled. We flew the airline everyone talks trash about, yeah. Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. I've you know, we, we flew spirit. from from Indy to Orlando, and it was actually the other way around. We flew from Orlando to Indy. It was completely uneventful, yeah, completely yeah. fine. Like, there was no... No fisticuffs. No. no, no you literally you got on a plane, you sat there, two hours later, you're back in India. It's kind of great. Wasn't like you were seated on a cardboard box. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I've been with the, you know, I fly with them. Yeah. Yeah. My problem is if you're on the aisle, people come through with their bags and hit you. You know, because you're sitting there. <laughs> there goes another bag sure. scraping you. Now, that was the flight where the lady got up and was just doing laps back and forth, okay, back yeah. and forth. Never seen that before. But she, you know, she, she was okay. And all of us watched her but pretended that we didn't see her. Okay. It was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> she was enchanting anything. No. Not, not to my knowledge. That'd be a little scary. That would be scary. Trying to put a hex on us. We've got uh, a story coming up out of the news, <clears throat> pardon me, that involves Colts owner Jim Ursay. Yeah? Jim's a part of uh, taking Lolita, the orca, whale, and returning the orca to home waters 50 years after capture. Ursay's the guy that came up with the majority of the money for this. Well, okay then. That whale, they say, is 57 years old. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Now, how they know that exactly is beyond me. But uh, we'll we'll be back with uh, issues about Jim Irsay and the release of an orca. Okay. That's been in captivity for 50 years. This is Tidbits. <laughs> Friday edition of Tidbits. Wow. You're in rare form today. Well, man. Rare form. You know, it's just, uh, you know, the weekend's upon us. Yeah. New month. True. So long, March. <laughs> One more month closer to retirement. Mm. Then, after that, of course, comes the retirement community. Yes. Down in Sarasota. Okay. <laughs> retirement <laughs> community for retired circus performers and broadcasters. That's right. Because none of us prepared for our future. <laughs> no, none of us. <laughs> and my future roommate, Zippo, the retired smoking chimp. Yes. So I've got that to look forward to. It's a bright future for it, you. It truly really is. <laughs> We've already made plans to have cigarettes and throw feces at one another. <laughs> it's going to be quite a fun deal. <laughs> what a future. <clears throat> 50 years. 50 years after being captured. Right. In the Pacific Ocean and taken to the Miami Seaquarium, Lolita, the orca, is set to be released. Mm. Executives with the theme park, Miami-Dade Mayor Daniel Lavina Cava, volunteers for the Friends of Lolita Group and Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay. Wow. Unveiled plans to return the 57-year-old 5,000-pound killer whale to its home waters of the Pacific Northwest. Irsay stepped in to help pay for the multi-million dollar move, estimated to cost between 15 and 20 million dollars. Seriously? <laughs> yes. You wonder why we don't get the first quarterback we didn't trade? There you go. <laughs> it's whale money. It's okay. whale money. <laughs> Dang. That's the reason. That's a lot of dough. That is a lot of I never I mean put in a bag and just like <laughs> just a big bag <laughs> with a crane <laughs> right now there's a lot to it because it, it'll take 18 to 24 months Lolita Seriously? also known as Tokate was taken along the Washington state coast in 1970 when she was about four 
Soon after, the killer whale was brought by was bought by the Miami Aquarium and moved to South Florida, where she was put on display until last year. Lolita fell ill in recent years and was officially retired from the Whale Stadium last March. I've always wondered, you know, you think about it, it is rather cruel. And their their fin will it flaps over because they're in captivity. They're not free. Hmm. And it's sad. You remember, what was it? Free Willie? <laughs> Willie was, you know, it was yes. a sad. Yeah. The friends of Lolita plan to meet next month with the U.S. government, which must approve the move. However, some argue that it's safer to keep endangered animals in captivity to help preserve the species. Hmm. Experts worry that Lolita isn't healthy enough to survive disease and polluted water. Plus, she needs to be taught how to catch fish again. There is that. I mean, there's a lot to this. Yeah. 15 to $20 million. So, okay. I I kind of want to know the logistics of this because okay. it, it's going to take how long? Like 18 to 24, 24 months? Yeah. Up to two years. I get I, <laughs> yeah. Be a part of that staff. Okay. I'll teach her how to fish. Okay, you get one point two million a year. <laughs> <laughs> so you just oh no oh no you all no. right? No. <laughs> oh geez. Careful. No, not again. What are you doing, Odin? I'm wound up in my cord. I'll just have to live with it. But now you know it's all wound up. Yeah. But I'll be okay, Matt. You know me. <laughs> Didn't hardly move anything there. <laughs> Keyboard's all shifted. It's fine. I'll be okay. It's fine. So that's a lot of money to get that whale back. And how long do they live? Do they have to like give her like progressively more oceany water? I, I don't know. Is that what it is? I, and she's got a long way to go back if they got her off the coast, you know, of of Washington State. Right. In 1970, I, I just, I don't know. I, why ever do it to begin with? I always thought about that, you know, when it comes to, you know, why do we have to have these animals locked up right? so we can stare at them? <laughs> I, I, I just never got that. Now, zoos are much better than they used to be. Yeah. They truly are. But yeah. I still wonder about why we got to do that. You know, in Highland Park in Kokomo, you could still go... And there's a spot where they used to keep bears in cages. Is that right? Yeah. That you could See, now saunter down to the park and, look, mummy, look at the bear in the cage. You know? I just don't agree with that. I did. I, But that's just me. Someone it, just texted. I remember seeing Lolita perform with her partner Hugo in 1976. <laughs> wow. So that would have been six years after they got her. Dug her out of the ocean. <laughs> and what was it back You know, you see these weary-looking sea captain. He's in charge. Kind of a mean fella. Hey, we're out here to get killer whales, fellas. <laughs> right. I don't know. But anyway, that's a lot of money to revamp a whale, a killer whale. And, I, I, and again, she's 57. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. I, there's an answer. I, now I know what's going on with me. 
eating too many burgers <laughs> and too much ice cream may be triggering bipolar anxiety and other mood disorders, as well as inhibiting the effectiveness of treatments. Foods such as meat and dairy are high in glycine, an amino acid that delays signals to the brain. By eliminating these treats, people may be more responsive to medications. Interesting. I'm kind of like Whippy. I'll gladly pay you tomorrow <laughs> for a burger today. Glycine's marketed and sold as a nutritional supplement that may improve mood. Depending on the type of cell, it can send either slow down or, simulating or stimulating signals. So if you eat a lot of burgers and ice cream and you are a bit depressed, that could be why. <laughs> I just like how they single out burgers and ice cream. There's nothing else. <laughs> Drink all the milk you want. <clears throat> Eat plenty of uh, porterhouse sure. steaks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but burgers and ice cream. They're trying to ruin your summer. Is that what okay. they're doing? Is that what they're you after? Know, right. What are you going to have all summer? You're going to grill out? Yeah, ice you're, cream. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Next thing you know, it'll be hot dogs cause depression. Well, they do if you think about the ingredients. Well, you can't. You're... <laughs> you can't overthink it. You really can't, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember my one year, my mom called me up and she's like, "Oh, Matt, we have these. We found these perfect hot dogs. You got to come try them. They're just oh my gosh, they're so good." So we go and and she makes some. And uh, they were from a local butcher shop. Okay. So they were like really expensive. All right. And uh, they weren't that good. <laughs> were they fatter than a normal dog? No, actually, they were skinnier. Okay, skinnier They were, they were skinnier, yeah. Okay. But you weren't impressed. Well, not, no. But did you act like you were? Oh, Mom, these are fantastic. <laughs> well, let me send some home with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, great, thanks. Hey, also, uh, going back to our conversation about animals in cat at captivity, yeah. uh, we got a text that apparently Riverside Park here in Logansport <laughs> used to have live animals in cages, too. I guess it was a thing. So I guess that was back in the day. You go yeah. to the park and, look, mummy, look. Were you part of the parks department feeding them? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, hot Was saddle. that part of your budget? Was the... <laughs> All right, we need a guy to feed the lion. <laughs> I don't know. I just right. uh, why are we like that? Why do we think we have to have zoos? Because we establish our dominance. We're the <laughs> we're the apex of this world, man. Like we're we're top dog. Okay. Here's a uh, guy from Maryland facing multiple years behind bars after he was charged with cyber stalking his ex girlfriend, including. Over 800 times he called her in two days. 800? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Come on, man. Derek Wayne Bowers, once you're a crook, you get your middle name yeah, mentioned. that's true. Congratulations. <laughs> charged with one count of cyberstalking for allegedly harassing his former partner through texting, phone calls, and Facebook. He called his ex, who lives in Morgan County, West Virginia. This, you know, place West where, Virginia. You know, yeah. It's not a good place. You're depressed. Okay. <laughs> That's why you got stalkers. <laughs> he did it 815 uh, times over a two-day period. Wow. 
He also reportedly sent her thousands of text messages over several months and used social media posts to embarrass her and interfere with her livelihood. He faces up to five years in Sing Sing. Dang. Everyone gets sent to Sing Sing, Matt, in my world. (laughs) Sing Sing. One single prison, Sing Sing. (laughs) You're full of the... um the hip and, yeah. and I'm know. up to date. You know, I, re- I really am. <laughs> Talked about wimpy. <laughs> sing, That's sing. a very popular new cartoon. Okay. <laughs> uh, plus his catchphrase. So you're just uh, you're with the times, baby. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, we announced yesterday opening day of baseball. The Chicago Cubs, yes, are in first place. Hey, how about that in the National League Central? Defeating the Milwaukee Brewers four to nothing. Wow! They shut them out. Dang. So right now, a couple of unlikely uh, teams at the top of the heap, and the Cubs and the Pirates. They won. The Reds, the Brewers, and the Cardinals all lost. So right now, the Cubs are a full one game up in the National League Central. Off today, play tomorrow. There you go. Because it's a brand new season, you can't play back to back days. Too cold out there. We don't want the boys to get cold. Here's a, Can't have that. Here's a guy from the United Kingdom mistakenly <laughs> ordered 60 <laughs> pairs of reading glasses <clears throat> after thinking he might have ordered 10 or 12. Well, I only ordered 10 or 12. They just kept showing up. Chris Arnold. Posted an image of his dad on social media with the stacks of boxes of glasses. He wrote, my dad has accidentally bought 60 pairs of reading glasses off the internet after misreading the quantity of his order. (laughs) Tom was asked how he managed to buy so many pairs. He replied, I meant to buy 10. (laughs) He says, my wife and I often lose our reading glasses, so we buy a few and just leave them around the house. And I accidentally clicked on 12 sets of five, so that equaled 60. (laughs) Asked if he had his glasses on (laughs) when putting in the order. He replied, well, I thought I did. (laughs) This is a very, um, it's kind of a boomer thing here going on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, trying to remember back, I might not have had them on. Why can't they be clear with their instructions? <laughs> Got to decipher everything. Why can't they just? <laughs> Tom said he's had a good laugh about it with family and friends hmm. after the mishap occurred and that he plans to keep 10 and return the other 50. So <laughs> why not just? Of course, you'd forget where you put them. Okay, right. that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. If you decided to keep the 50 extra pairs, where'd we put those? Yeah. So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits on Friday. What's going on this weekend for you? Um, I got a busy weekend, actually. All right, busy. Lots going busy on. Busy weekend. Yeah. Me, of course, you know me. I'm active all the time. I know you and are. Work. I devote a lot of my time to work. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'll do that. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> You know, you're going to get antsy for your PTO. See, I don't know what. See, right now there's a, it's just like looking down a black tunnel. I know. There, there's nothing there. I know. Now you know, and again, you only took a couple of days. Yeah. And Karen had a couple of days, but she also had some other stuff going on mm. in that time frame. 
but me, it's just dark down there. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> spring break has come and gone. It has. It has. <clears throat> and now here we are, getting ready for April. Yep. So, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out at some time, maybe. Of course, you know, I, I kind of fell backwards in the process of, you know, the time off. Lost a week in there somewhere. Yep. And um, that's true. So anyway, <clears throat> so I, I don't know. I don't know what my. I mean, I have a busy weekend, but yeah. For me personally, time off. Ah, no, it was, ah. it's not that you know. We're devoted. We are hopelessly devoted. There's a line of people outside, raring to take your place. So we got to work. So <laughs> we don't want to be replaced. <laughs> I don't want to lose my high-paying salary for right. some punk. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway have a good weekend hey you too man now david's over there you gonna talk with david again today we're gonna talk uh more mario okay. breakfast party so and speaking of that i've yeah. got a couple of guests on lunch with lao okay uh, i'll have daryl and dan couch oh is that right coming in nice the brothers nice daryl's always a package deal when dan's in town sure dan will be in to talk about a couple of songs he's got released okay uh kip moore uh, they've been together quite a bit on yep. some songwriting and songs. Yep. Number ones for the two of them. Yeah. Kind of Bar is the new song from Kip. Okay. Written by Dan. Yeah. And he's gotten another song that'll be released today from L.V. Shane called Forgotten Man. Oh. So hopefully I'll have the where for all. I may need your help. <laughs> okay. To get these songs. All right. Because it's not like they're readily available anymore. Uh, but, you know, before they ever go on, they're on the Internet. Sure. sure. Before you ever get them, you know, in radio. That's why people are asking for songs. I well, what? what? Who's that? Who? <laughs> I can't do th- what? I won't get my 45 shipment till next week. <laughs> so anyway, they'll be in. We'll talk. Because, you know, Dan's been in Nashville a long time. Right. You know, Daryl's a guy. He's still around here. He paints, hmm. you know, and. But the guys, when uh, Dan comes home, they like to hang out together. And That's right. So we'll uh, talk to them today on Lunch with Loud. Awesome. And see how things are going in Nashville. Beautiful. That's kind of am- amazes me. Yeah. That you're a songwriter and how that all works. You know, and some of the people you probably run across mm-hmm. down in Nashville. You know, he's probably really rubbing elbows now. Nashville, got number kinda, one. Nashville has sort of become, gosh, it's almost like a multi-purpose Hollywood at this point. Yeah, It's just like, it's sort of like a little media empire, you know, yeah. with not just the country music, but just a lot of other different media sources are now coming out of Nashville. And so. it's amazing to me when you go down there, you know, you go out and about to all the various hotspot locations and how everybody out there is either a songwriter or a performer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just unreal. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that on my lunch program okay. at 11 o'clock. And you've got David you'll talk to here in a bit. That's right. Now, also, yeah. our, our buddy Brant Carmichael yes, Brant. Is, is down there. Yes. And he's interacted quite a bit with Dan. So you may, may ask about that relationship. Okay. See how they're getting yeah. along. Because yeah. Dan keeps Brant in, in his place. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. And Brant says. <laughs> Brant's always optimistic. And, you know, boom. You know, I'll squash you down there, Brant. <laughs> so, you know. Because, you know, it took him over 25 years to, to find get, success down there. Yeah. <clears throat> so it comes to some quickly, and others it never comes at all. Mm-hmm. 
And others, if you stick with it, maybe someday you'll persevere. And See, you almost had a song there. I've got one. You almost had one. See, if he comes in today and I talk with him and we yeah. talk about, bam, I should get credit on that. You should. There's my name on the, written by Kip Moore, <laughs> Dan Couch, and D.E. Lowe. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you. I got to go. On Monday. All right. See All you right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.